Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Is on Saturday, mainly a rain event for the metro area. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. We have sunshine, clouds mixed in, 41 in Rockville, 42 in Ashburn. At 259. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon. I'm Ian Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up, who's to blame for a 2021 Blue Line train derailment in Arlington? I'm Mike Marilla. The major work on the GW Parkway is coming along. It's really our first milestone in the project for construction. I'm Nick Ainelli. We continue to follow the developments out of a small town in Iowa after a high school shooting. Police say multiple people hurt. The shooter is dead. There's a new petition to stop plans to build an arena in Alexandria. I'm Kate Ryan. Did the FBI instigate January 6th? According to a new poll, about a quarter of Americans think so. We'll talk about it with the Washington Post. It is 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Staples. I'm Monica Ricks. Police in Perry, Iowa, are expected to update us in about an hour on a shooting at a high school that's left an undisclosed number of people injured and a teenage shooter dead. CBS's Ed O'Keefe is there. Part of the reason why the sheriff is probably holding off, we witnessed ourselves a little while ago, in that a student who lives two blocks from the school had gone home, having been in the lunchroom, when the incident happened this morning. That's what he told me, at least, was then compelled to come back towards the school because he was grazed with something on his back and was bleeding. But here's what we know so far. Police in the town of 8,000, about 40 miles northwest of Des Moines, received a school alert about an active shooter just after 7.30 a.m. local time. Adam Infante is the Dallas County, Iowa Sheriff. Officer first arrived within seven minutes of that activation uh, and located multiple gunshot victims. Uh, We're still unclear of exactly how many are injured uh, or what the extent of those are, but we're working on that right now. Police believe the shooter died from a self-inflicted gunshot. Jim Crisula, CBS News. We are learning the U.S. was behind that deadly airstrike today in Baghdad. Correspondent Cammie McCormick. The airstrike killed a high-ranking commander of an Iranian-backed militia. Those militias have been stepping up their attacks on American forces in Iraq and Syria since Israel's war with Hamas began. That's more than 100 attacks on bases so far housing U.S. troops since October 7th. Meantime, Secretary of State Antony Blinken is headed back to the Middle East now for another round of diplomacy talks. CBS's Robert Berger. Israel is expecting more pressure from Blinken on this trip. The Americans want to know what's going to happen to Gaza on the so-called day after. They want some kind of plan from Israel about who will rule Gaza, what the Israelis are going to do militarily, and frankly, the Israelis don't really have answers. Here at home, the East Coast is bracing for wild weather this weekend. CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson is tracking it. The highest snowfall areas are likely to be places that are going to be well inland, and that's going to be the Berkshires in Massachusetts, up into the Catskills of New York, the Poconos in Pennsylvania. That's where you could be seeing the bullseye of snow accumulation. Microsoft is adding an AI key to keyboards. The reason for this change is really to signify how important Microsoft sees artificial intelligence as part of using computers from here on out. 
Tech expert Ian Schur says it's the first major change in decades. This is CBS News. Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. It's 3.03 on Thursday, January the 4th, 2024. We have a mix of clouds and sun right now. It's breezy. Highs in the low 40s. Good afternoon. I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story this hour was back in October of 2020, uh, 2021, that is. A Blue Line Metro train derailed in Arlington. Nearly 200 people were on board at the time. No one was hurt. But all of Metro's 7,000 series trains were taken off the tracks for a time. And now the NTSB is out with its final report on what caused it. Here's WTOP's Mike Marillo. While people were inside the train, it derailed three times on October the 12th. But the first two times, the wheels corrected themselves. The last time, it didn't. NTSB Chair Jennifer Hamady says Metro knew about the issue that led to this since 2017. But before the derailment was only fixing new rail cars that came in, not the ones already on the tracks. This incident, and I say this often, is 100, was 100% preventable. There are no accidents in transportation. We always see actions that could have been taken and should be taken proactively to ensure safety. Metro has seen a shift in leadership since that happened, and she commended the new CEO for taking this seriously. After the derailment, all 7,000 series trains were taken off the tracks and are being added on as new wheel sets are installed. In response, Metro says it's confident with its actions to fix all the rail cars since and says rail car maker Kawasaki is to blame for what it calls a defect. Kawasaki says that idea is not rooted in reality and that Metro's own failures led to this. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. 304, major rehab work on the GW Parkway is coming along. That means drivers will soon be able to use some new smooth lanes. Construction crews have made significant progress on the GW Parkway, specifically on the southbound lanes between the Beltway and Route 123. All the work that went into those areas, including drainage, guard walls, is completed. Project manager Caitlin Scheinhouse. It's really our first major milestone of the project for construction. That means work will soon be shifting to the northbound side. Before the end of the month, most of the traffic there will be on the new southbound lanes, freeing up the northbound ones for construction. The whole project is far from over, though, expected to run through the end of 2025. On the GW Parkway, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Okay, we've got the chance of snow heading our way this weekend, and local power companies are now working to get ready. They say there are some things you can do to prevent getting the lights to go out. You want to keep in touch. Peggy Fox with Dominion says today, download your power company's app to easily report a power outage. Charge your phones, charge your computers so that you'll be able to use them, at least use them for a little while. Chuck McDade with Pepco says have a flashlight with fresh batteries on each level of your home. If you have a portable generator, please Read any safety instructions with the generator. Do not use them in an indoor or an enclosed area. And if power lines come down, stay at least 30 feet away. Always assume a downed line is energized. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. 306 reaction continues to trickle into the proposed $2 billion sports arena in Alexandria. It would bring the Caps and Wizards to Northern Virginia. WTOP's Kate Ryan tells us one local group is now fighting to stop that move from happening. Opponents to a sports and entertainment complex here in Potomac Yard say 
all that glitters does not go <laughs> for nobody in this region. That's Ron Moten with Don't Mute DC. He joined the organizers of a rally in Alexandria who say the plan to build an arena and move the Wizards and Capitals to Potomac Yard should be stopped. Shannon Curtis with the coalition to stop the arena at Potomac Yard says the aim of the group and the petition is putting that voice in the community, garnering support and making sure our public officials know that our voice is important. Curtis says the projections for the $2 billion sports and entertainment complex are overly optimistic. While Alexandria Mayor Justin Wilson recently told WTOP that the financial model poses a minimal risk for taxpayers. At Potomac Yard, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. 307, its acclaimed star is nominated for Best Actor at the Golden Globes this Sunday. The British indie gem All of Us Strangers finally opens in D.C. theaters today. WTOP film critic Jason Fraley has our review. A London screenwriter visits his childhood home only to discover that the ghosts of his parents are still living there just as they were the day they died 30 years before. They died. I'm trying to write about them at the moment. How's it going? Strangely. Hi. Hi. Jamie Bell and Claire Foy shine as the ghostly parents, apologizing for not coming into his bedroom when they heard him crying as a gay teenager. This emotional trauma carries into his adult life as the protagonist, Andrew Scott, strikes up a romantic relationship with a lonely man in his building, Paul Mescal. The final twist will make you want to go back and watch it again, realizing that the breadcrumb clues were there all along. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. Your Comcast email may be hacked. I'm Jeff Claybaugh. It's 308. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks with Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. On the Beltway, a few slowdowns. Virginia Interloop uh, from Route 7 past the toll road. The work zone ahead is not yet clear. It almost always clears at the top of the hour, but they're still blocking the right lane between 267 and 193. And so three left getting by quite slowly on the interloop. And there was a hassle during the midday, too. So a lot of drivers set back there. Uh, just minor slowing on the outer loop at the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge as volume just gradually builds. But in Prince George's County, a couple miles of sluggish traffic from 450 Lanham past the BW Parkway and Kenilworth Avenue in Greenbelt. And there, the response to the crash keeps the right lane blocked on the outer loop in Greenbelt, Maryland. 270 from Rockville to Urbana, you're fine. But northbound on to 15 through Frederick, it's very slow. The crash beyond Rosemont Avenue was pushed with a push bumper by the highway help truck onto a narrow right shoulder, but police are still crowding that far right lane northbound on 15 in Frederick. BW Parkway getting heavier near Fort Meade and 32 in part because of the uh, week-long closure of 198 west of 32 and east of the parkway because of bridge damage. No issues at the Bay Bridge. It's smooth sailing, a little windy, but without delay to and from Annapolis. The WTOP Traffic Center is furnished by Regency Furniture. Shop Regency's dining room, living room, and bedroom sets, plus brand-name mattresses in-store and online at Regency Furniture. I'm Dave Dill. WTOP traffic. Now let's get a check of our forecast from Steve Rudin. As we move through the remainder of the afternoon, a mix of sun and clouds feels like temperatures will be in the 30s with actual air temperatures in the 40s. Winds will ease later this evening and into the overnight 20s by early tomorrow morning. For your Friday, partly to mostly sunny, around 40 degrees. It's going to be cold on Saturday as this winter storm makes its way across the DMV. Temperatures will be in the middle to upper 30s. This is mainly a rain event for the metro area in southern Maryland. Could be looking at snow accumulation 
accumulating in the mountains. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. It is still breezy gusts of wind up to 33 miles an hour out of the northeast. The sun trying to poke through the clouds. We're at 42 in Manassas. 43 Metro Center. Frederick just 40. And we're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. We say good afternoon to Jeff Claybaugh. Ford follows General Motors with its best year for sales since before the pandemic. Ford sold 2 million vehicles last year, up 7%. Ford's hybrid sales were up 25%. And for the 42nd year in a row, Ford's F-Series truck was America's best-selling vehicle. If you have a Comcast email account, change the password. Xfinity says millions of accounts, personal data, including usernames and security questions, have been hacked. Xfinity also recommends enabling two-factor authentication. Holiday shopping online hit a record $222 billion, up 5% from the last holiday. $17 billion of that buy now, pay later purchases. Cyber Week, Thanksgiving through Monday, accounted for 20% of all holiday spending. We are uh, in the final hour of trading on Wall Street. The Dow's up 126 points. The S&P 500 is up just a point. The Nasdaq is down 25. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Save on salmon at Whole Foods Market. Sustainable, wild-caught, tropical, marinated, and plain sockeye salmon fillets are 25% off with Prime through March 28th. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. Coming up on WTOP, a growing number of Americans think the FBI conspired to cause the Capitol riot. That's the upshot of a new poll from the Washington Post, and we'll talk about it next. 312. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time for you to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Dave Preston here, and right now new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays, find bets in the new Explore tab, make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, and more. Can the Burgundy and Gold play the sport? Spoiler, catch my final Presto's pick of the Commander's season at 1025 and 1155 tomorrow morning on WTOP. So visit FanDuel.com slash Presto and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Here's Oliver Wise, the Chief Data Officer at the Commerce Department on the Data Resiliency Series, sponsored by IBM 4. We know we're not ready for AI until our data is, and then in order to have accountable, safe, responsible AI. We need to have a very good handle on our data. The data has to be well-documented and rich with the proper metadata. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search IBM 4. In today's ever-evolving digital landscape, data is the lifeblood of federal agencies. Protecting data has never been more crucial. With IBM's storage portfolio, it's not just about safeguarding data. It's about ensuring the availability, recovery, and reliability of stored data to support mission-critical operations. 4Inc. is an IBM Platinum partner providing federal agencies with solutions to keep data secure, accessible, and resilient. Fortify your data resiliency with IBM solutions that deliver unmatched speed and efficiency. Visit FOURINC.com.
Later this hour, she lived a mother's worst nightmare, and now one author is sharing her story to Book Talk in D.C., Keep it here on WTOP. The much-anticipated Washington, D.C. Auto Show returns to the Washington Convention Center Friday, January 19th through Sunday, January 28th. Auto manufacturers showcase their latest models. Indoor and outdoor ride-and-drives provide the ultimate automotive experience. And tailored pavilions with new features promise to deliver fresh and thrilling fun. Make plans for the whole family and immerse yourself in the world of cars and future mobility at the Washington, D.C. Auto Show January 19th through 28th. Tickets at Washington autoshow.com Washington's top news WTOP Facts Matter 315 I'm Sean Anderson I'm Ian Kramer thanks for being with us Saturday marks three years since the Capitol riot who was really behind it well according to a new Washington Post University of Maryland poll at least a quarter of Americans think it was the FBI. Joining us now to dig deeper into these latest figures is Washington Post polling analyst Emily Guskin. Emily, thanks for joining us. So give us some insight and the highlights of this poll that you saying Americans are believing that some of them at least consider that it was a conspiracy theory behind this. Yeah, let's start off saying that we know that it is false that FBI operatives did not actually organize and encourage the attack on the U.S. Capitol. But we asked Americans what they thought, and 25 percent of them said that that was a true thing um, and that we followed up with them and they, those of whom who said it was true. And 11 percent overall said that there was solid evidence of this conspiracy theory that is, in fact, not true. What else stood out to you from the results of this poll? We- saw larger shares of Republicans, Trump voters, and people who get their news from Fox News saying that it was true that FBI operatives organized and encouraged the attack on the U.S. Capitol on January 6th with smaller shares of independents, Democrats, people who voted for Biden, and people who got their news from other sources. Emily, is there a shift here from right after the Capitol riot happened to now today in people's thinking? Uh, I know what your poll was actually looking at, but just wondering if there was a shift towards more of people believing it was a conspiracy theory. So this question was the first time we asked it. We asked this in late, uh, mid to late December, and we hadn't asked that before. But we asked a series of other questions to people in a in a separate release from the same poll that we had asked in uh, December 2021 as well. And we saw shifts, particularly among Republicans, more of them saying that they aligned with the rioters, more of them saying that they thought Biden's election was illegitimate, more of them saying that they stood behind Trump than they did back in 2021. You also asked uh, whether folks believe the punishments that have handed out to those convicted in connection with the riot have been too harsh or not harsh enough? How did that uh, turn out? Right. That was another question that we found, uh, we asked in, in December of 2021 as well. And the share of Republicans saying the punishments were too harsh increased from two years ago from 32% to 42%. Uh, on the other side of the coin there, a majority of Democrats say that the punishments for these rioters were not harsh enough. Emily, thank you so much for sharing all that information about the latest poll. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Washington Post polling analyst Emily Guskin. We want to let you know the poll of more than a thousand adults here in the U.S. has a plus or minus margin of error of 4.1 percent. 
quick look at the top stories we're working on for you right now on WTOP. The NTSB final report on the Blue Line Metro train derailment from 2021 has a lot to say about the safety culture at the transportation agency. Multiple people are hurt after a shooting at a high school in Perry, Iowa. Police say the shooter is dead. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. 318. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. DC Route 295, northbound between 695 and Pennsylvania Avenue. New crash. Fire rescue send delays likely. On the Beltway in Maryland, outer loop slow from 450 past the BW Parkway and Kenilworth Avenue. Beyond exit 23, Route 201. The crash response still blocking the right lane, but in a matter of seconds, they're going to have the entire thing on the right shoulder of the outer loop. Getting a little attention from drivers on the inner loop. BW Parkway, slowest traffic. Traffic between 197 and 32 both ways. 198 is closed for at least the next week between the parkway and 32. 198 closed because of the bridge damage. 270 northbound brief volume delays through Gaithersburg, but slow to go north onto 15 through Frederick. The crash was crowding the right side beyond Rosemont Avenue on 15 north. Route 50 between Bowie and the Bay Bridge in good shape. Now in Virginia, late to clear work zone on the Beltway. Interloop, very slow and getting slower from Route Route 7 past the Dulles Toll Road. They almost always have the right lane open by 3 p.m., but that's not the case today, so that's indicative of something going wrong or some kind of setback. Right lane is still blocked on the interloop between the Dulles Toll Road and the Georgetown Pike. All lanes are open there in McLean on the outer loop. A girl in Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor. An elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their world, and it will change your own unbound.org. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Let's get our forecast now. Here's 7 News First Alert meteorologist Steve Rudin. Partly sunny skies for the remainder of the afternoon. Wind chill factors will be in the 30s thanks to wind gusts upwards of 25 to 30 miles per hour. Mainly clear and cold overnight. We're in the 20s early tomorrow morning. Highs around 40 for your Friday. All eyes are are set on Saturday for a winter storm, but it's only going to bring mainly rain for the metro area in southern Maryland, accumulating snow most likely to the west of the I-81 corridor that's in the mountains. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. We have more clouds than sun right now, 43 in Upper Marlboro. We've got 43 in Woodbridge. Downtown D.C. now 43, brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted, same-day service, seven days a week. Still ahead on WTOP. The goal was to bring goals and stay and the life lessons that come with them to PGCPS. I'm John Doman. 321. Progressive knows we're all trying to save right now. Hey, at least we're still enjoying baseball on a Saturday night, right? Even if it is T-ball. Yeah, but tickets to the majors are just so expensive now. And who knows, maybe we're seeing a pro in the making. Sure, in like 20 years. How is he safe? Boo! This up stinks! Um, the up is only 14. We don't really do that. Oh, my bad. You're doing a great job, ump. Progressive offers you savings without sacrifice. So save big when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Not available in all states. Experience the magic and share the joy at Disney's Frozen, the spectacular new musical. From the producer of The Lion King and Aladdin, this beloved story comes to life on stage in an unforgettable theatrical experience. You've never seen Frozen like this. Disney's Frozen is now on stage at the Kennedy Center through January 21st. Don't be left out in the cold. Get tickets today at kennedy-center.org. Hey, Washington, D.C. Are you looking for new ways to save this new year? Well, you don't need to be on a family plan to get the best deals. Switch to Verizon and get a $200 Verizon gift card when you join with one line. 
and get a phone on us with Select Trade-In and Unlimited Ultimate. There's never been a better time to switch to the network America relies on. But this offer won't last forever. So switch now to get a $200 gift card and a phone on us with Select Trade-In and Unlimited Ultimate. A better plan to save is Verizon. Visit your local Verizon store today. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on unlimited ultimate plan required per phone. $200 Verizon e-gift card with port in per line. Less $1,000 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. You're listening to WTOP News 323. As we've been telling you, Saturday marks three years since a deadly attack on the U.S. Capitol. And while more than 1,300 people have been sentenced in connection to the insurrection, one crime still has not been solved. The FBI says it's still looking for the person who placed pipe bombs near the RNC and the DNC, the Democratic National Headquarters and Republican National Headquarters here in D.C. the day before the riot. The FBI is offering up to a $500,000 reward for any information that leads to an arrest. A former journalist turned author is here in D.C. this weekend to share her story on how she navigated grief after a horrible tragedy in her life. I did not write the book for myself. Michelle Horde, a former journalist who started her career as a reporter in D.C. with America's Most Wanted, said she suddenly found herself at the center of every parent's nightmare. To fast forward some 30 years later almost and be on the other side of that police tape when my daughter was murdered by my then-husband while we were going through our divorce gave me a way, based on my professional experience, to really look at grief. Is giving a talk about her book titled The Other Side of Yet, Finding Light in the Midst of Darkness on Saturday at Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial Library in D.C. What happens with grief is that we somehow learn to expand our hearts and our lives to include it. Valerie Bonk, WTOP News. 324 for years, the Capitals and their youth hockey development program have been putting hockey gear inside schools around our region. The program has reached more than a million students and it's expanding into Prince George's County. Hundreds of students gathered in the gym here at Capitol Heights Elementary, and in some cases, it was the first time they put their hands on a hockey stick. And as they passed and shot and even played a game, the hope is that the lessons learned are about more than just playing hockey. You're learning a lot. There's conflict resolution. There's, you know, rules you have to follow. Matt Herr is a former Capitol, former teacher, and now the NHL's director of youth hockey and industry growth. Once you leave the school, it's going to pertain to to walking down the street and, and, you know, your friend circles that you're in and overcoming obstacles when you go get a job. By the end of the month, all PGCPS elementary and middle schools will have this gear. In Capitol Heights, John Dome in WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. All right. George Wallace here at 325. What we got going here with the Commanders game against the Cowboys? Well, you you may need to play Sunday. Oh, <laughs> you man. You need to. Because a lot of these veterans, you know, you're a veteran now. You've been around uh, the league. Yeah, I've time. been around. Uh, Jonathan Allen, Kendall Fuller, Curtis Samuel, Benjamin St. Juice, among those veterans not practicing and probably not going to play. We'll find out officially tomorrow, but didn't look good after uh, not practicing today and yesterday, really, and most of the last week. So we'll see which veterans do and <laughs> And don't play Sunday against the Cowboys in the finale. As far as what's going to happen next, well, lots of question marks, of course, and they could begin to be answered right after the game or even Monday morning. As far as Eric 